John chapter 11. I'm going to read a chunk of it, but we're going to jump around. Also, kids, there are worksheets on clipboards at the back uh, over there. Uh, and these worksheets, um, Chrissy makes them each month. They've got loads of pictures and things to do and words from what we're going to be looking at. They just help you to think there. Well, they've already worked that out. I'm not going to explain that. So there you go. Grab a worksheet and some pens as well uh, and then find your way back. Uh, and then we'll turn to John chapter 11. And I'm going to read verses 1 to 16. So we're set, we're not too warm, we've got Bibles, we've got worksheets and pens, we're ready to roll. John chapter 11, verses 1 to 16. Now a man named Lazarus was ill. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary, and her sister Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay ill, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord Jesus and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is ill. When he heard this, Jesus said, this illness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's son may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus so... When he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed where he was two more days. And then he said to his disciples, let us go back to Judea. But Rabbi, they said a short while ago, the Jews there tried to stone you and yet you are going back. Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours of daylight? Anyone who walks in the daytime will not stumble for they see by this world's light. It is when a person walks at night that they stumble for they have no light. After he had said this, he went on to tell them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to wake him up. His disciples replied, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get better. Jesus had been speaking of his death, but his disciples thought that he meant natural sleep. So then he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I am glad I was not there so that you may believe, but let us go to him. Then Thomas, also known as Didymus, said to the rest of the disciples, let us also go, that we may die with him. There's some strange things going on there, aren't there? Um, those verses will sort of sit in the background. I'm going to be drawing on the rest of uh, the chapters. If you want to have your Bible open, that will be helpful. But it's strange, isn't it, kids? Very, very strange thing happens here. Did you notice that? Jesus' friend, what's he called? Come on, who can tell me? Jesus' friend. Did you pick up the name again with a L? Yes, Lazarus. Yeah, Jesus' friend Lazarus is very unwell, isn't he? He's not well. And you think, okay, well, Jesus, normally what he does is he goes and heals people, doesn't he? He makes people better. We've seen that again and again in John's Gospel. But then we find that Jesus doesn't go to Lazarus. He doesn't go and make him better. In fact, he stays two more days where he is. And then he goes eventually to Lazarus but by then Lazarus is not just really really poorly Lazarus is dead it's very very strange isn't it verse 5 uh, we're told now Jesus loved Martha and her sister Mary and Lazarus their brothers and sisters their family 
So when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed where he was two more days. That don't make sense to me. If he loved them, why didn't he go to them? This is very, very strange. And the question that everyone's asking and that everyone in the Bible passage is asking is, Jesus, why wait? Why wait, Jesus? Why did he stay two more days there? Why wait? Now, I need you kids to help me with that one. So every time this morning, every time, I say, why wait? You've got to say it with me. All right? So you ready? On the count of three. One, two, three. Why wait? Adults, you've got to join in. Let's do it louder. Okay, so one, two, three. Why wait? That's the big question. Jesus, why wait? Now, who are the main characters, just so we're clear, in the story, apart from Jesus? Who are the main characters in the story? Anyone tell me? There's three of them, really, isn't there? There are others as well. Go on, you know, I've said them, we've read them. M, M and L. Go on, you, go, you, know, you know the answers as well. Go on, go on then. Lazarus. Lazarus, yes, Lazarus, that's the L. And then over here, Mary, yeah, and Martha. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to see these people and we're going to see how Jesus meets them and how he treats them. Okay, that's what we're going to uh, do just to structure, structure things a little bit this morning. So Jesus meets mourning Martha, not in the morning. It means she's sad. She's really upset because her brother has died. Jesus meets mourning Martha. That's the first one. And when he meets her, Martha says, verse 21, Lord, Martha said to Jesus, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. You see, this is what Martha's saying. She's saying to Jesus, Jesus, why wait? Yeah, Lord, if you had been here, my brother had not have died. Why did you wait? You could, yeah, well, there's a few other words in there, aren't there? But why, why wait? Why wait, Jesus? That's right. Uh, Jesus had said, hadn't he, in verse 4, we've just read it. Uh, Jesus had said, this illness will not end in death. But it has done. Lazarus is dead. He's, he's laid in a tomb. He's, he's dead. He's died. The end of his life has come. This man is dead. So how can Jesus say this will not end in death? Well, look at what Jesus says to Martha. They're having a chat about everything that's happened. And Jesus turns to Martha and he says to her, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. Do you believe this? Um, a few weeks ago, before Christmas, I went, um, I flew up, I didn't fly, I went on a train, but I flew up to Hull, where I'm from, and I went to a funeral of a young man who died very, very tragically. And children, a funeral is where you go when someone's died and you go to remember their life and think about them a bit. And I went to this funeral, and when you go to a funeral, it reminds you, doesn't it, again, that death is very final. It's very endy, if I can put it like that. It's the end of, of that person's life. And it is very sad. Very, very sad. And that's what it feels like. A life has come to an end. But Jesus says, doesn't he, actually, no, death is not the end for those who believe and trust in me. Death is not the end. 
It's not the end for the followers of Jesus. And Jesus describes here how he is the way through death. We still die, but we can go through death to life. He says, doesn't he, that live even though they die. He's the way through. So that death is not the end for the followers of Jesus. And so the question, the massive question is, do you believe this? That's what Jesus says, doesn't he? At the end, after he said, I am the resurrection and the life, uh, whoever uh, believes in me. Yeah, after that he says, Martha, do you believe this? And Jesus is asking that question of you today. He's not asking it of that person over there or that person over there or that person at work. Or He's asking it of you. Do you believe this? That's amazing, isn't it? That Jesus can bring us through death to life. But it doesn't answer our question, does it? Because our question is, what's the question, kids? Jesus, why wait? Why did Jesus wait? Well, let's move on and we'll meet uh, Mary next. Jesus met Mary, didn't he? Now, notice with me, adults especially, look at this verse 32. What does Mary say to Jesus? She comes to the place where Jesus is. She sees him. She falls at his feet and she says, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Two very different sisters, but they both get it, don't they? And they both effectively say to Jesus, Jesus, why wait? If you'd been here, my brother wouldn't have died. Kids, how do you think, how do you think Mary and Martha are feeling at the moment? How do you think they're feeling? Have a think. Maybe talk to the person next to you, but have a think. What, what do you think? How are they feeling happy? Are they feeling sad? Are they feeling angry? What, what's going on? Yeah, go on. Uh, tell me. Sad and angry. Yeah, I think you're probably right. They're definitely sad, aren't they? I mean, Mary's in tears. They're very upset. They're maybe a bit angry with Jesus. Jesus, why wait, right? Why didn't you come and, and, and heal Lazarus and save his life? Where were you, Jesus? Yeah, they're feeling sad, aren't they? And they're, they're feeling angry and confused and all sorts of things and Jesus you know Jesus doesn't answer Mary doesn't give her an answer but what we're told in verse 33 is very striking isn't it Jesus saw her weeping he, he came along and he, he saw her weeping he saw the others weeping he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled and he said where have you laid him where have you put Lazarus they say come and see Lord and then verse 35 Jesus wept Jesus cried. Jesus cried. For Martha, he had truth to tell, didn't he? For Mary, he had tears. He just sobbed and cried because he was sad. What was Jesus sad about? Well, we told earlier on in the chapter, weren't we? Verse 5, other places as well. He loved these people. These people were his friends. I guess he'd spent time with them, he'd eaten with them, he'd done life with them, and he loved them. And so he was sad because Lazarus had died. I mean, he, he was sad because Lazarus had died. He'd be sad because he could see how sad Martha and Mary were, and they're his friends. That makes you sad, doesn't it, when you see your friends are sad? He's pretty sad for himself because he just felt sad that Lazarus his friend had died. And at the same time here, Jesus is angry 
at death itself. Death is an alien intrusion into our world. It doesn't really belong here. And sometimes that's how it feels, doesn't it? It doesn't feel right. And that's right because it's an alien intrusion into what was a good world. And it is deeply sad and deeply tragic. And Jesus is angry at death itself. He is agonized by death here. And he knows he knows what it's like. He knows how it feels. He know how, knows how it's feel, it feels to grieve and to be bereaved and to just be at a loss to know what to say or how to feel. He, he knows all of that. He's been there. Look at the way he meets and treats these two friends, these two sisters. Again, tr- truth for Martha, tears with Mary, compassion and sadness. But that still doesn't answer our question, does it? Because the question is, Jesus... Why wait? Absolutely. Uh, And next we see that Jesus meets living Lazarus. Well, he's not living Lazarus, is he? He's dead. He's in the tomb. He's died. But we're going to see something amazing, aren't we, of course? Uh, In verse 11, Jesus said to his friends, didn't he? Did you notice? He said, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I'm going there to wake him up. He didn't mean that Lazarus was asleep. He knows Lazarus is dead. His friends got a bit confused about that. But Jesus is saying, death is as sleep to Jesus. Death is as sleep to Jesus, uh, like a nap. And he can come along and he can wake you up. He can give you life. So he goes to the tomb, doesn't he? Jesus heads um, off to the tomb uh, of Lazarus. uh, And you can see Martha is like, what are you doing, Jesus? Jesus says, uh, he goes to the cave and he tells them to move the stone away from the tomb. Take away the stone, verse 39. But Martha says, but Lord, uh, he's been dead for days now. And and this is weird. It's very insensitive. Uh, Jews don't go near dead bodies. There's all sorts of stuff about it. And it's just, it's just what, what are you doing, Jesus? This man's been dead for days. There's going to be a nasty smell when you move the stone and all the rest of it. Uh, what are you doing, Jesus? Says Martha. And it, it's too late anyway. You're too late, Jesus. Why wait? But it's not. It's perfect timing, isn't it? Uh, Jesus goes and he prays to the Father. And then in verse 43, he says, doesn't he, in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. Now, some people have quipped and said, why did he say, Lazarus, come out? Because if he hadn't said Lazarus and been specific, they'd all have come out, right? But he says, Lazarus, come out. And Lazarus does, doesn't he? He's alive. He walks out of the tomb. He's still covered in all the linen and strips of linen and everything around his body. But he comes out and Lazarus is alive. He was dead, but now he's alive. You see, when Jesus meets death, he brings life. When Jesus meets grief, he brings comfort. I was with some friends um, over Christmas, different people to the funeral I talked about. Again, they had tragically lost their relatively young adult son. They were very shaken. They were stood there and they were weak and they were struggling and they were shaken and they were at church and it's always emotional on Sunday anyway isn't it but it was hard and we were talking together and they said 
after a while, they said, but you know what? We know more of his love and grace now. Often the case, isn't it? Through grief, he does bring comfort. And you know more of his love, his kindness, his goodness, his mercy through it. We still haven't answered the question, have we? Jesus, why wait? Two days, Jesus. Why did Jesus wait? Now, we're going to work on this together, okay? So I'm putting the question up here. Have a bit of music in the background. I want you to talk. I want you to think about this Bible passage. Think about other things you know from the Bible. Think about guesses that you might have. Jesus, why did Jesus wait? You have a think, then we'll bring it all together and we'll try and get to the answer. So have a think. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to sit with, I'll go over here. I'll go over here. Don't I? And we're going to talk about it. Jesus, why wait? Go on then. Give me the answers. <laughs> so I'll be back on my feet in a minute. Um, Okay, let's bring it back together. Let's bring it back together. Some of you are like, yes, brilliant. <laughs> and some of you are like, I want more time. We need to discuss this more. There's so much more to say. Um, we had some good answers over here and over here chatting a little bit. Go on, uh, go on. Someone, someone give, me, give me a punt. Why does Jesus wait? It's very strange, isn't it? Go on, go on then. He did want to show the people his miracle. That's right, Joshy, yeah. And the miracle was, go on, because you told me, go on, tell me. He rose, yeah, and he rose Lazarus from the dead. Any, any other bits and bobs? There's loads of things you could say about this. Loads and loads of things. Go on. To prove a point? Yes. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. To prove he's the Messiah, to prove he can raise people from the dead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And proof of death. of death. Yes. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. To show that he knew what grief is like. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's the big comfort here, isn't it? That Jesus went through this, he knows. Yeah, he knows what it's like. Yeah, go on. There is a time for everything, yeah. Ecclesiastes, what, three, is it? Yeah, time, time to live, time to die, yeah, yeah, brilliant. 
Love it. Rich and deep biblical theology from all over. Go on. Yeah, it is for the glory of God so that the Son of God may be glorified. And that's great, isn't it? And that's right there in the chapter. And you hear that and you go, hmm, hold on a minute, that sounds a bit bad, doesn't it? Like Jesus wants to get glory, so he lets Lazarus die and Mary and Martha be really sad and all these other people. How does that work? And the key thing is, well, let's not forget, for starters, Jesus loved them all. He's their friend. He loves them. We keep being told that over and over again in the chapter, don't we? We know he loves them. And also, Jesus walks into danger to go and bring Lazarus back to life, doesn't he? Judea. His friends are like, Jesus, don't go there. The last time you went there, they tried to kill you. Don't go there. But Jesus walks straight into danger in order to bring life to his friend. That ring any bells? That reminds you of anything? It should do. It's pointing us forward to where this story is going, right? Yeah, the cross, yeah. So that's exciting, isn't it? And it shows us that Jesus cares, he loves them. But also the key thing is that, what does it mean that the Son will be glorified and God will receive glory? Well, in John's gospel, glory has to do with being revealed, with something being shown, with something being seen. Uh, we saw this right at the first week of John's Gospel. The Word became flesh, that's Jesus, and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son. And then the end of that section, no one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son has made him known. You see, there's something about glory, which is about being, something being revealed, God being revealed. And so you see what's happening here. We, we said this over here. We talked about this. Through this miracle and through what happens, Jesus is revealed to people. Now, we know that this is one of the signs in John's Gospel, isn't it? And there's been a whole bunch of them. What does a sign do? Well, it, it points you, doesn't it? It shows you the, the, the way. And this is another sign. It's pointing. It's showing us something about Jesus. So, so, so this happens so that Jesus can be revealed. But why is that good news? Why is that good news? Well, go on, you, go, you guys have the answer. You might as well tell us. Why is it good news that Jesus is revealed through this? So more people recognize him. And so God is glorified. Go and use John's word begins with a B and ends in leave. Belief. That's right. Well done. Amazing. Go far. Um, um, <laughs> believe. So people will believe. That's right, isn't it? And lo and behold, what do you see all over this? Martha believes. Mary believes. Go to other Gospels. You'd, find, you'd see that very clearly. Lazarus believes. And then it just goes mental, doesn't it? So uh, chapter 11, verse 45. Therefore, many of the Jews who had come to visit Mary and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. And chapter 12 is just people believing in Jesus. And, and Lazarus, of course, carries on living. And as he goes out, people talk to him. They hear what happened to Lazarus and they believe in Jesus. And on and on it goes. People are believing in Jesus all over the place. And if you believe in Jesus, that means you get what? Life. Yeah. So you see, not just Lazarus is alive. No, through this, so many other people get life through Jesus as they see who he is and what he can do. And so the question for you is, have you yet believed in Jesus or, or haven't you? 
And if you haven't believed in Jesus, as I said earlier, Jesus is saying to you today, do you believe this? Not does your mum believe this, not does your dad believe this, not does that person over... Do you believe this personally? Do you believe this? And if you don't, what's stopping you? What's keeping you from Jesus and trusting and believing in him? What's holding you back? Maybe there is something, maybe you want to talk about that. What's getting in the way? See, he is the way through death to life. It's a no-brainer. Do you believe this? Do you believe in him? And for many of us here today, as we wrap up now, the big thing is this. See how Jesus meets and treats these people. His friends, those who he loved. See the truth says, I am the resurrection and the life. He tells Martha that very clearly, doesn't he? See the clarity of Jesus, but see the compassion of Jesus. He goes, he walks straight into danger, straight into Judea. He goes into the lion's den, as it were, for his friends to bring life, to show them his love and compassion and mercy. So today rest in the compassion and the love and the humanity of Jesus. When Jesus comes along, when he meets death, he brings life. And when he meets grief, he brings comfort. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you that he raised this man to life. And we thank you that he is the way through death to life. Help us to believe and trust in him. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. And Father, we pray that we would all know full and forever life through Jesus. Amen.